Welcome back to Trauma, Drama, and Life with Ben and Kayla Taylor. So we were able to launch our first episode the other week, and we're super excited to be back this week, just talking a little bit more about our story and kind of everything that's been transpiring and been going on. Uh, was able to get a couple questions off of Instagram as well. So we're going to touch base on, is my wife still trauma bonded? And a couple things like that today. Uh, Instagram right now is probably going to be the best place for you to leave comments or questions. I'll probably make a link eventually where you can actually drop different questions for us to be able to answer and talk through just as we talk about our life and everything that's going on. But we kind of did a little bit of an introduction the last time we were, we were here and we were talking and I want to kind of do a little bit more, just sharing a little bit more about our story over the past year, right? Yeah. That's what we're going to say. Yeah, over the past year. Covered up until last year. Really, you coming back and being like yeah. worried and, and nervous of, you know, is the change real? Like you're kind of guarded along along those lines. And then what do you feel has kind of transpired since then? You're a lot better with time stuff than I am as far as like life and what's transpired. Yeah, it was actually really funny when we were in counseling the other day. We um, put a connection that we're coming up on a year mark in October. Of counseling. Yeah, of counseling. Mm -hmm. And we've been going consistently for a week. And then we switched, I guess it was April to every other week. So um, a lot has obviously like transpired since then as far as just the trust level, the aspect of trust and rebuilding that. And Did we talk about counseling the first time on the last one or no? I don't think so. Because like, I figured just like since we mentioned it, we might want to bring up just like counseling together. Because I mean, that's one thing that on yes. my platform, I normally specify like don't go to counseling with a narcissist, like bad. What was kind of like your perspective of when we went to counseling together the first time, which is what, seven years ago? Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. Maybe it was seven years ago. Oh, it no, was... it was like six. Six. Probably. Yeah, was, I don't remember. It was a year in and then... I think it helped. I think it's it's taken us, obviously, a really long time, one, to find a counselor that we both connect with, but also um, that we didn't really know anything about narcissists, like MPD, and mm -hmm. we didn't know that you even had that, and so we just figured that it was just our personalities weren't meshing, like we weren't doing, like, something right, like... So we got to know each other through like different personalities and we've done like different personality tests throughout our relationship to kind of try to figure out like each other and things like that. And I definitely think that those have helped, but it wasn't until really we like got with a good counselor. But again, Ben and I did individual counseling by ourselves for a really long time. Yeah, I feel like I'll put a like, disclaimer and then we'll dive into some of the counseling stuff and that'll probably take up the whole podcast episode than what we're even planning. So it's worked out perfect. Then we have topic for next week. So like what I normally say is like if you're with a narcissist or if you're with a toxic person that you're pretty sure is a narcissist, do not go to counseling with them because you walk into the room and the counselor expects you guys to be on the same page or wanting the same thing, which typically the narcissist will you know, say or communicate like, oh yeah, I want the same thing. I want the relationship or I want this to work, you know, different things like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they'll still continue that abusive behavior. And typically in, in the counseling section, the, the, the therapists like back and forth, they'll actually use stuff in that session to be fuel and ammo to abuse you even forward. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But like, I first want to just kind of like put out there like, hey, if you're with a narcissist, 
don't go to couples counseling and and we're not we're not putting out that like hey we are in couples counseling as like a oh try this like no so first off yeah no. <laughs> like don't yeah because it just it's not gonna go over well and it's if anything it's gonna make you feel like you are um like you're the problem because that's exactly how I felt when we went to counseling the first time when we found a counselor um and this was after the first time that I found out that like Ben had had an affair. Mm -hmm. Um, we found a counselor and basically we went to walked, a Christian counselor. Yeah. So we went to a counselor that it was like, uh, it, at that time it might've been still called like Nuthetic counseling or something like that. Like it was, yeah. it was very Christian oriented. And we go to a Christian counselor now. Like let's, I'm going to put that out there, but it's right. But it's, it's completely different. different. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but we, so that, counseling session like I would come out of it like okay it's me I'm the problem like I need to change like I think there was at least one point that he said like I didn't force Ben to go out and have an affair but I also didn't make it easy for him not to either and so that just like really like hit me to the core and that stuck with me so even after I found out like all the rest of the stuff like a couple of years ago, it just, my immediate thought was like, I was doing, I wasn't doing something right. Like, I don't know what I'm not doing right because I did X, Y, and Z. Like I've been trying, like I've been doing this, I've been doing this and like still nothing is good enough. And so just throwing that out there, like it doesn't matter a Christian counselor or not Christian counselor, like they're for sure going to like turn the counselor against you and make you look like the bad person. So I feel like so, in counseling, I, in that one, I was downplaying me. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Okay. You were I mean, downplaying me and you were saying like, well, this is the reason why I decided to cheat. Like, this is the reason why because Kayla didn't do this or Kayla didn't do that. Or like, it wasn't necessarily like about you because at that time, like, obviously I was like super trauma bonded and we were still newlyweds, really. Yeah, so um, like you're two. Th two or three, yeah. yeah. And so I was still like, okay, I'm just like trying to be like a good wife to my husband. Like, okay, whatever he says. So it wasn't like I was coming out and saying like these are his flaws as well. I was just like kind of just taking the brunt of it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. No, and that makes sense. Because yeah, I definitely feel like I played it down. I don't think I realized that in the moment at all. But, like, looking back, and even, you know, I said, like, hey, I think it was playing it down. And then you gave more illustrations of it, you know, because even that, I mean, that was a long time ago. And right. I'm a narcissist, so I, like, erased most of my memory. But, like, you know, thinking back on that and, like, trying to think through, you know, the different stuff. I remember him saying that phrase. I remember him saying uh, the phrase of, like, you didn't, what was it? He said it specifically. He said, you didn't cause Ben to sin, but you didn't make it hard for him not to. Like implying that like yeah. it was your fault, and part of that, I I think I think on some level there's a logical aspect to that, you know, of like if you're in a relationship and both people are toxic, you know, then one's not helping the other. But I think there's also an aspect that that phrase with him being uninformed about narcissism and covert narcissism and reactive abuse and all that kind of stuff that it really is like a destructive phrase because like yeah you weren't there you weren't there communicating in certain aspects because I wasn't creating a safe environment. Like you weren't able to express feelings or you were shutting down sometimes because that was the only safe thing to do that wouldn't get you yelled at or like me go right. off about random stupid things. So like in, in a, uh, I guess you could say in a healthy relationship that has communication problems, I could see there being 
truth to a statement but like in where we were like it ended up being like really more detrimental because there wasn't truth to it because he didn't understand the stuff that I was dealing with and that I was playing victim or that I was playing off of like you know oh I wasn't that bad or it wasn't that awful or like you know I, I wouldn't have done these things if it wasn't for you like all that kind of stuff that you know you know thinking back on it was aspects of that whole counseling stuff that pitted him more more against you in one sense than at all than what it should have been at all yeah so that gives you like an example of why you don't go to the counseling or therapy and we, went, and we went there for how long um it was like nine six to nine months okay i was gonna say i feel like it was less than nine but yeah somewhere around yeah there. it was like six to nine months and then we left and then how yeah, uh, how did we get into that therapy that counseling i think your parents had like recommended a website but like did i contact him did you contact him i think you did okay you contacted him yeah okay and then our first counselor when we came back i contacted him and neither one of us liked him the one that was here Yes, the first one that we went to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same same thing. I mean, same thing. Well, he, except, except he worse. was a little worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, same same thing. So, like, Christian... for another <laughs> Christian... Well, I mean, we're on counseling anyways, so we might as well just... But, like, Christian counseling. So, like, yeah. like specifically, like, hey, we're going to open up the Bible and we're going to fix you guys. Which, like, we're both Christian, so it's not like we're, like, oh, like, anti, anti-Bible or anti-that, but what we noticed well we noticed specifically like right off the bat was like one he was trying to he was trying to tell us he was trying to tell you low-key how to parent you know that was something that early on or both of us yeah yeah but like specifically it like resonated with you like yeah. the most when he was saying like no like this is basically how you have to parent and you were like well i'm not sure i want to parent that way and because of our our childhood and our upbringing and he was like well like here's the reasons why you should consider and you should probably consider and like i don't i don't remember exactly what he said but it definitely was like very much low-key like yeah you're not doing it right and you know so maybe therefore you it's almost like he was saying like i was living in sin because i wasn't parenting the way that i the the way that he wanted me to mm-hmm. and that just kind of like that's obviously not gonna sit well with me <laughs> um and and plus on top of that like that had nothing to do with why we were even there like that's not right that was on like the intake sheet of like how you parent like there was right. like a couple questions specific towards like parenting which I guess maybe they need that to make sure that the kids aren't being brought up in an abusive household, but an abusive person isn't going to be like, yeah, I beat my kids, you know, like, so it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of, it was kind of stupid, but uh, yeah, that was like a big thing. And I, and I like saw that that was, I know, I know even now, like looking back and even then, because that was part of my awareness journey, that that was like a hard thing for you to even like work past, you know, because like immediate, it's like, I just want to shut down and ignore this guy because he's an idiot. Yeah. You know. I think it took everything in me that session to not just like get up and walk out because I was just like internally like dwelling like when he said something like that and then he just like wanted to move on and like keep talking and I was just like stuck on that. Which time. in those moments, so like in those moments of like me, I don't remember when we, it was after you came back, we started that one, right? Yeah, it was like a week or so after. Okay, because like in those moments of me being more like self-aware, like I started picking up on stuff that I'm like, this is not healthy for me to be in this environment because it's easy to use the words that he's saying to manipulate you. Like, say, for instance, with that, like, I I knew that, like, if you got up and walked out, then I could totally play the victim and I could totally look like, you know, 
see what I have to deal with. Like this is, you know, that kind of a thing. And so like, that's again, another reason don't go to therapy with a narcissist. Um, but then we were in, we were in there and there was a big theme that, that now looking back, I know was missing was the aspect of safety of being like safe in communicating feelings, emotions, thoughts, desires, like whatever. And I noticed it, I noticed it probably like the, I don't know how many sessions we did with him. I think him. Like, we did like max five. Okay. So I was going to say, I, I think I noticed it around like session like three <clears throat> where he would say something and, and it would be like an obvious answer. And I'm trying to think of like a good example that doesn't like botch it. Um, Like, I don't know. Like he, he'd be like, you know, you know, we're supposed to be kind to animals so we wouldn't kick our dog. And, you know, in my mind, I might be like, yeah, that makes sense. But I still want to kick my dog. So like, but it wasn't, no, that's not true. I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> but like, but like in those moments, how he would phrase it would be like, this is common sense. So like, like sin is common sense. So don't sin. And I'm like, okay, like, no shit. I shouldn't sin. Okay. <laughs> right. But like at the, at the end of the day, like that's not going to save me by just being like, okay, don't sin. But there was like stuff that he was saying that was basically geared to like, if you don't adhere to this, if you don't live this way, if you don't, if you don't understand that this is common sense, then you're stupid. And at that point, I'm just kind of like, this isn't a safe environment because I need to be able to open up and say like, hey, this is something I struggle with without feeling completely like judged or like put down that, you know, this is something I struggle with and this person isn't going to push me down because of the fact that I struggle with it. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that it makes sense. Hopefully they they understand. We can't really ask for feedback. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, But that was the thing that I noticed in that was like, it wasn't safe for me to reveal more of who I am. Right. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. And so it was just kind of like we both came to like an agreement. And even then, like we still, it's not like we were still like on like great terms because I just came back. Like there was still a huge disconnection. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that we basically both said like, if we are actually going to work at this, this guy cannot be our counselor. (laughs) Like, yeah. And so we had both been doing individual counseling um, at this a Christian counseling place that also like does like other like psychology. Yeah. Like, like I feel like it's, I feel like it's like counselors and therapists that the majority of them are also Christian, but I don't, I don't even know if all of them at the organization are Yeah, I don't know. Christian per se. Yeah. I know but the like, ones that we see are, but right. Not all of them necessarily yeah. could be, but, um, so we basically reached out and, um, talked and figured out who would be best and then i think your your counselor could meet with both of us yes mine wouldn't meet with both of right us. She only but she also she recommended somebody else within the counseling because she just was like i could do it but i also don't want to have like this biased like view so i think having a third party would be helpful so we added a third counselor to our repertoire <laughs> like current you know yes. as far as like we we currently see three different counselors yes and We've signed different papers in the past, so of, like, that they can like, NDA, so they can all talk, talk. Yeah. to see if we're all like. And that was one thing that we, yeah, and that's what the one thing that we had agreed on is that before we met with our first, like our marriage counselor, they all like we signed the whatever like agreement, NDA or, yeah, NDA or something like that, something to where they could all sit down and have a conversation. So they all met before, and so they did. I think so. Like they all like as far as that. I knew that they like. No, I feel betrayed. Talked. Maybe they didn't. No, maybe just they just I like maybe 
Um, then they might have. I don't know. To like yours and then my, uh, whatever. But I just know that there was like that basis of like he knew a little bit about our story, like mm-hmm. going in, and so that was helpful because it's not like Ben could go in and like fudge like, oh, I'm not a narcissist because it's like <laughs> obviously like his therapist is also like within the right the realm. So, um, I think that that was like very helpful, and so. I think if we would have, I think if we would have met with yours, then probably the first or the first two sessions I would have brought mine with me personally, yeah. because like, I was nervous. I mean, I was nervous of like, even, even talking to me, the one that we have now, you know, and that was yeah. something that, that was something I think I felt safer when my counselor said, like, if you want, I will go with you. Like, to me, it just kind of like, it gave me a little bit more capacity to be like, okay, like this might actually be safe for me to do because i mean at that time i'm still wanting to you know i still sometimes like running away from my own emotions from my own self but then also like exposing that to you yeah and to a whole nother counselor like vulnerability crap you know that kind of stuff was like scary you know it was like frustrating to be able to engage with yeah and i think for me it was also hard because like obviously there's no trust there so when there's no trust like vulnerability is like super hard Mm -hmm. So going into it, we both were like, we are both hesitant because after just dealing with like another counselor who was like, not good, we were just like, what, like, <laughs> is this one going to be any better? Like what's going to happen? Right. And I don't know. It was just after like the first couple of sessions, like laying everything out on the table, I felt like we were both like a thousand percent more at peace with like sticking with this counselor and like working through stuff and then obviously like we started building up trust and like all that mm-hmm. and yeah but before so to go back to like don't go to counseling with a narcissist don't go to therapy like couples therapy with a narcissist like before all of that we went you were in therapy for how long before you went together um since march of 2020 so two and a half years okay and then i was already i was already no, wait, there a year and a half what Last year was, this year is two, two years. I feel like you were in that, I feel like you were in that longer though. I started in March of, or February, it was either February or March of 2020. That's why we have to write this out because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. Um, but then, so you'd been in it, you'd, you'd been in personal therapy twice as long as I had by the time we went to couples, but we'd all, but we'd been in therapy for a good while because. You started a year after I did. You started in Right, but I was also in, doing EMDR for a period of time and then. Yeah. I was there at the same place too. And you did EMDR before you were there too. Right? Yeah, but I, I still, that was still in 2020. It was like right. August. You did a little bit of EMDR before I did and you recommended that I go. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but either way, like we were both in therapy for a period of time before we ended up doing like couples. It wasn't like we jumped in that. And I feel like a yeah. lot of times with like when I talk to different people, you know, on, on Zoom and, and like work on like coaching different people, like one of the things I run into is like you'll have the narcissist either tell the other person, like, you need to get into therapy, not me, like, you need to do it, I don't need to work on myself, or then the next thing is, like, oh, like, we need to go to therapy, mm-hmm. which I feel like goes back to a lot of times what I've said of, like, the narcissist is always going to say it's your fault, and then they'll switch it around and they say, oh, it's our fault, and the only thing that changes is they just drop the why, but it's still the same package, it's still the same communicated stuff, it's just packaged differently to make you feel better that they're not attacking you, when they still are, they're just changing the semantics of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think 
yeah because it took a while for us to be able to find and it took a while took a while for me to find like an individual counselor too Mm -hmm. um i think the one i'm with was my fourth one that i've been with now for a year and a half yeah kind of thing um but yeah so kind of like summing up some of this as far as like counseling don't go to counseling with with a narcissist because like it's it's literally it's literally there to be able to get ammunition would be the best way that I put it is like ammunition to be able to control you to be able to manipulate you to be able to find things in the wording and the phrasing of what the counselor or the therapist is saying to be able to come back and be like see this was actually your fault and I think that's one of like the biggest takeaways from anybody going to couples counseling is you either have like the narcissist like rage out storm out you know flip out you know or like yeah or they'll, or they'll just be like oh like that makes total sense. I'm a victim here. And here's like the five things that you did to me, you know, when they're the ones that actually did it. Right. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree on that. But yeah. So anyways, that's our episode. So, uh, we had an idea and we started it and it completely changed and morphed. So welcome to the, the drama part and just our <laughs> life, but thank you all so much for listening this week with trauma, drama and life. And we'll be back next week. Y'all have a great day. Bye guys.